Easy All and welcome to the show. It's Straight Up Breakbeat podcast number three. Today it's all about resound. We'll be talking to the man himself in a bit. He's back with a new project called Ritual. This one's a track called Pagan. It's off from the Resound Presents Ritual EP out now. So welcome.
unreleased business there. It's ReSound together with another straight up breakbeat artist called Esk. And it was followed by a track from ReSound's massive Unheard Anthology series, which is out now on, on his own bandcamp. That was a track entitled Carbon Soul. one of my absolute favorites out of the ReSound's massive, massive back catalog of unreleased tracks. It's a VIP version of Cryonize, originally released on Function about 10 years ago. And after this, we'll be heading down to the studio for the interview with ReSound. Stay tuned. So yes, this time I've invited myself to the studio complex of Mr. Resound. I'm here in Tampere, the second biggest city in Helsinki, ah, sorry, in Finland. And it's a lovely summer, summer day, 30 degrees outside, uh, almost 30 degrees inside as well. So on behalf of myself, welcome, Mr. Thank Resound. You. Thank you. Thanks for having me and thanks for coming down. So we're here to, to find out a little bit more about your uh, history as a producer, as a, as a DJ, as a live music producer as well. Um, maybe starting off, like, where, where did you come from? Uh, you're not originally from Tampere, I think. No. And, yeah. and, and, and how did you find drum and bass and jungle and, and mm. how and when did you start producing that? Mm. Yeah, I'm originally from uh, Kiuruvesi. It's uh, about five hours drive from here. I started getting into back when I was still living at Kiuruvesi. Um, I started getting into uh, tracker music. Well, my background before that is in, in uh, traditional Finnish instruments since I was a kid. And then I had some band stuff going on. I was playing bass and guitar. And my, my dad actually used to build kantele, not as a, a profession, but he, he built a lot of them. Even the big ones, you know, with 36 strings. Right. Um, and um, yeah, I started playing when I was six, and um, I played some kantel. I played also an instrument called yohikko, which is a bit more unknown. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what yeah. it is. <laughs> it's, it's like a bowed instrument with strings of horse, um, what you call horse strings. Um, anyways, um, that's what I started with music, music with when I was a kid. So it sort of comes in from the family. Um, 
then uh, then you know there were some some years when I it wasn't really cool to do that so <laughs> so you know I quit but uh, we started doing some band stuff and and yeah so that, that I'm still on the, I, I still very much see that as a same continuum continuum that I'm still doing now it's just that tools are different yeah and actually I, I think like hearing that I think it's pretty obvious especially with the the live project ritual mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of lot of uh, references to that kind of sound and also potentially also to original Sami people up, up in Lapland yeah. so it's very kind of rooted in the in the nature and, and the yeah. originals of, of sure. Finnish culture. out about trackers and and the fact that you can use a computer to make your own music you didn't have to have a, have to have the band to have to make music and um, that was around 95-96 it was actually your radio show back then that I started listening to and that was the, the biggest influence for me at, at the time there was actually there was pretty much no other way for me to find out about this music That's the way it was, and we discussed this already. It's, mm. it's uh, it was just a kind of era without mobile phones and without internet, so it's yeah. a completely different era. Yeah, yeah. So, Tampere, I think it, for people who don't know Finland that well, it's a, a mid-sized city. It's often called as the Manchester of Finland, mm-hmm. and that's probably because of the more like industrial um, background of, of the city. It's yeah. it's less about the music. I think music-wise, Tampere is fairly kind of. Midwestern US, it's it's yeah. kind of a hard rock city rather than than yeah. forward-looking club <laughs> mm. club and indie music makeup. But somehow there seems to be a lot of drum and bass artists kind of gathered here. It's yourself, it's it's Esk and DDOG mm-hmm. on on the label. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Askel and Eller you know, on the more like mm-hmm. modern drum and bass sound as well. And obviously we've got the um, man they called Infecto slash yeah. Record Tops, who's like one of the originators over here. Yeah. So it's just interesting to see so many people coming over here mm. for drum and bass. I remember, I think, receiving first demos from you, like probably towards the end of '90s, perhaps. Mm. So can't remember exactly which tracks were included there, but I, I, I kind of feel that some of the tracks already on that first CD actually went on to become released. Mm. Do, do you remember what was your like first release? It probably was a vinyl re- release because back in that mm. time, probably most releases were vinyl. Do you remember what was the first one getting official release? Yeah, um, well, I had some. Um, no, actually, now I remember. I had a year or two before I had a hip hop track oh. released on vinyl as well through Tokyo Dawn Records. Yeah, yeah. So I, I had my own label called Rebound. That's where the name Resound comes from. And, and then there was Tokyo Dawn Records. That I worked with a lot as well at the time. Yeah. And through that, I had some releases on different CD compilations and and one vinyl release. But that was not really. Uh, that was more like trip hop, hip hop, that kind of stuff, down tempo yeah. thing. Yeah. Um. But the drum and bass thing really started with I think with covert operations. I had a few releases there and uh, yeah. Warm communications followed soon. And yeah. Yeah. Is there any particular track that you feel that was kind of a breakthrough, like something that really? Made you known in the scene? Mm, I, you know, I don't, I don't really think so. It's been a slow, gradual move, just grinding away, like one release at a time. Yeah, for me. Yeah. Maybe, maybe later on when the uh, we had the Burning Shadows LP on on Exit with Loxy, 2012. Yeah. That was a lot, a lot later. Yeah, mm-hmm. with Loxy. Um I think that uh, that was probably something that caught on a lot of people's attention. Yeah. But uh, I had been doing. By the time I've been doing releases for for more than 10 years already. True. And and there seems to be quite a big big bunch of unreleased material as well. As yeah, I've understood. Yeah. I mean, you've got the uh, anthology series out on Bandcamp mm. on your own Bandcamp site. What do you think is the reason yeah. for them not coming out before yeah. now? It's the reason I haven't sent them out. Okay. I wasn't happy with <laughs> I wasn't happy with them at the time. Okay. I just I just kind of forgot about them <laughs> and okay. wanted to do something better. The plan is to release about, I think there's going to be six 
albums from like some are gonna maybe have only like seven eight tracks and yeah. some are gonna be more than ten tracks and I'm gonna kind of s- separate the different styles right and one of them is out now the first one um, is it's a bit more like experimental more left field kind of stuff mm. the next one is gonna be more straight up drum and bass stuff and, yeah um, yeah just to recap that's all available at bandcamp resound mm-hmm. sound bandcamp.com yeah
actually, it, to me, it kind of feels that you've been. I'm not saying you've been away, but you've been. You haven't been maybe as active in releasing for the past, let's say, two years or so. Mm. Is there is there a specific reason for that, or is it just it's things happened? Or? Just life, you know. Just work. I was working uh, in my day job a lot. I was working on music all the time, but then also like at the same time, uh, my partner Loxy. Yeah. Um, I've done a lot of stuff with he he, he was busy with the kids right. small kids and we kind of just I hear that yeah it wasn't intentional <laughs> but just things just happened that way like we, we took some time off and yeah. and we're actually doing a lot more stuff now again yeah but um, yeah just just life happened you know but uh, at, the, at the in the end you know it got too much and it, it's part of this year I quit my uh, day job and I'm just doing music now again full time cool and I've been doing so much music now and you know I'm so happy happy to be you know like all of this ritual stuff all of this what we discussed wouldn't have happened yeah. without me doing this like uh, this decision to jump out of that you yeah. know, thing and which just it was just there was no way they no, there was no other way than just to quit yeah yeah, yeah yeah so you mentioned Ritual, which is now the the current EP on Straight Up mm. Breakbeat, and and to me, I mean that was, even though it's clearly part of your, you, you can easily tell that it's part of your musical kind of uh, lineage, but still it, it kind of stands out, especially for me, the drum and bass sound sound or the drum and bass tempo mm. tracks there. They they, I was pretty much blown away because it it, mm. it, it really sounds to me quite different from anything else it's maybe because i can i can sense and i can even hear the kind of references that you mentioned mm. finnish nature finnish music original yes. kind of really really hardcore going back to the pagan days mm. kind of thing and, and and those might not be as visible for somebody coming up outside of this culture but to me that sound was really really exciting and it mm. is uh, it's great to great to have that release on vinyl now uh, when when did you start that project and and apparently it's kind of taking turns into more maybe technoish sounds as well and different yeah. tempos but could you, could you just tell a little bit about the, the background of the of the ritual project yeah sure um, well it's the idea of, of that has started a long time ago originally I was I've, I've been thinking about putting up my own label for a long long time like 10 years or more. And um, I just wanted to do it right and with the right kind of music and I wanted it to be special. A couple of years ago I kind of stumbled into this live way of doing music and it kind of clicked, everything sort of came together for me. I realized that's, that's, that, that's the, that should be the beginning of, of something new, I called it Ritual. Um, it all starts with my live equipment, I, I make the music with the same equipment that I also perform with. Yeah. Um, so that's part of the sound, of course. But also, then I have all my. I'm really interested in history. I'm a big history nerd, and and especially Finnish mythology and stuff mm-hmm. like that. My ideas with the project right now is I, I. I actually it's been since the beginning. I don't want to commit to a certain style too much, a certain genre of music. Mm-hmm. So it's it's. I see it more like an art project than just uh, some genre of music. So it can. It could be anything. Some ritual releases could be just uh, maybe, maybe paintings or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. photographs <laughs> or whatever. You know, in the future, like it's, I, I see it like that more like as an art thing than than yeah. just music. So there's gonna be all kinds of stuff I've been doing. I've been lately doing some more techno, um, also because I find in that kind of music it's it suits my live uh, the, uh, the what I wanna achieve with my live performance. It, that that style of music fits better because I want it to be really spontaneous and I want to kind of I don't even want to be in control of everything I want to see things to happen on random and mm. I want to have some you know I'm researching some um, ways to uh, work with AI to yeah, generate yeah. some of the music <laughs> live so that kind of stuff so techno kind of works well for that kind of music yeah. but it's only it's only um, I wouldn't uh, I would even Probably, I'm pretty sure that if you if you played my techno tracks to real techno people, they wouldn't. <laughs> they would probably say it's not techno. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm not really attempting to do something. I'm just something specific. I just go 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 with the flow and see what happens. And it could. It's a project that really could go anywhere. I see maybe uh, 
I would love to perform in outside clubs as well yeah, someday, yeah. like concert types things. Yeah. And, and you know, maybe play with uh, percussionists or, yeah. or other people, in, in, introduce other people into the project. Uh, I've done some gigs with uh, Stapleton MC yeah. on the vocals. So that kind of thing, just, you know, it's slave fall freely and see what happens. Yeah, and yeah. I think, I mean, apparently the, the live setup is fairly sparse, so there's mm. not too many pieces of yeah, equipment. Yeah, just this so one. Right now it's just just these three machines. Which are? Um, they are, they, they are, they are um, uh, machines from Electron, Swedish uh, company. Right. So it's a sampler, the Octatrack. Uh, then there's an FM synthesizer called Digitone, mm-hmm. and then drum machine called Analog Rhythm. Yeah. So we just I'm just I, and that's be, all. That's all. And to be honest, I could do a live set with any one of these, just one of these machines. Right. I could do the entire set. But the reason I have them all is because uh, it gives me a more variety, of course, and more possibilities to do stuff. But um, they're amazing machines. They they're really really amazing machines and they're perfect for the way I, I like to work. I guess also, I mean, um, 
apart from the retail project and, and some other works, you've also spent more and more time mastering other people's music, mm. I guess. Yeah, it seems, seems like uh, it, the word has gotten out with Finnish hip-hop people that I've, do, I've been doing some mastering and uh, more and more of that is coming in, which is great. And I, I love working with all kinds of music. I've even done some... Uh, Some rock things, punk things, right. that kind of stuff. But obviously, I don't. I'm not so connected in those circles. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's what I do. I, I, I've been doing it mastering for for over 10 years now already. But um, but of course, um, right now it's I'm really taking it more seriously than ever before and invested in some uh, really expensive gear as yeah. well. So so you know um, yeah, it's it's um, I really enjoy doing it as well. It's uh, gives me a different perspective to music and I've learned so much about making music and uh, I think uh, it helps me like also get the right sound when I'm playing live with virtual mm. for example yeah. I know what to do you know sort of to get get it sound right make everything sound good so it's I would really encourage anyone to to learn about mastering just just to because uh, it helps so much on, on production side of things as well the actual productions of yours I mean you've obviously you've known as yourself but also you've known to to have collaborated quite a bit mm-hmm. and then maybe the one name that strikes out as a collaboration partner is Loxit mm. 
how did you guys originally hook up and where did that connection come from mm. and um, what's what's happening right now with, with that partnership? Mm. Um, we hooked up, uh, I was playing in London in I think I was 2005, I was playing in therapy sessions um, Dylan Dylan's night and uh, Loxy was there, he wasn't playing, he was just there, uh, he was just, just, just there uh, enjoying the music and uh, I actually remember it was funny because I was playing. I was one of the first DJs, and there was barely any people in the in there at the time. But Loxy was there listening. He was there back in the back of the room. I saw it when I played. There were only a few handful of people on the dance floor, but Loxy was there listening. Um, and Dylan and all those other guys. I mean, there was the people who were throwing the nights. Of course, they were you know socializing there with, yeah, with that yeah. bunch. But Loxy wasn't there. He was listening to the music. So I went up to him afterwards and said hello, and we kind of hooked up from there and uh, started talking on AIM and started sending music. Um, um, then pretty soon we started making music, started trying some things together, and it just... With collaborations, I've always been doing a lot of collaborations, so ever since I started making music, it was very much a social thing for me also. Yeah. So... Um, but it doesn't work so easily with everyone. I've noticed that it, there's some people where you just click with, and uh, he's one of them. He's, we, we just instantly click, like production-wise, things happen so easily. That's how you know, know things were so fast and easy to come to come up with. And um, ever since we started, we, we were always working very fast and getting lots of music done. Yeah. So it was effortless collaboration from the day one so 2005 we probably met up when we started I think our first releases were 2007 or so so it's been a while yeah and not long after that there was uh, one particular track produced which has kind of uh, avoided the light of day officially un- until now and I, I don't know whether it's uh, news anymore when, when people are listening to this show but I'm extremely happy and honored to be able to release a track called New Age mm. by U2. It's going to be out on vinyl for the first time ever, um, sometimes towards end of September, I hope. Um, it's a track, I think, origins somewhere around 2008 yeah. or something. Yeah, the first version was done 2008. Um, we typically work on many tracks on and off for, for sometimes many years. So we kind of if we're not completely happy with something about it, we just put it put it away for a while and, and then just come back to it. Yeah. Sometimes it's a bad thing because things get lost and forgotten also. But um, yeah, 2008 was the original version. What it really, the one that's coming out now is kind of, uh, we just worked on the mix really. It's, yeah. it's pretty much the same as the original version. It's just maybe, a bit more punchy and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. So we, we worked for it for for year for years I think. Came back to it and just made the final version. Yeah, there were plans for for releases at the time, but uh, none of them came 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 together. So yeah, uh, and things I'm change. Pretty... I mean, sometimes it's just the release schedules for labels. Yeah. Sometimes it could be something else happening. So you never know. But I just kind of enjoy putting that out. Uh, the idea of the label is not to, to not to be a retro label, but I, I think there's room, especially for the like really hardcore drum and bass fans, mm. to actually own a piece of vinyl of a track that they they kind of really have been into for so many years. And mm. I, I know that there's been people asking for the track for many many years, so it's yeah. it's, it's, it's really really nice to see that happen. Yeah, maybe really maybe maybe it. just maybe that's a, hopefully maybe that's a start of a kind of a, some kind of series on the label, which could mm. see. Let's say once or twice a year, some some kind of uh, lost piece of actual piece yeah. of musical gold being released Sounds on good. the vinyl. So let's yeah. see, let's see. But it's out there. It's going to be out pretty soon. It's going to be backed uh, with with one of your own tracks called Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. For me, there aren't there are not many tracks that I'm I'm really ever happy with when they're finished. Yeah. So it's just kind of that's just how it works. You just decide it's ready and and you know move forward but these two tracks are are something that you know I was always quite happy with
Yeah, so getting back to the current day and the current releases, so I just heard that you, you have some new stuff coming out, um, not only the Ritual project, but also as ReSound again. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we have, I've been doing, like I said, uh, ever since the beginning of this year, I've been really busy in the studio. The, my original plans was to, to focus more on my blog, <laughs> but uh, I've been just most of the time just making music. It just happened that way. Uh, so... Um, I've got uh, stuff coming. I've got a lot of like, first of all, some tracks that are not really ready to talk about yet. But there's some uh, stuff I've got coming up. I've, d- I've been doing stuff with um, a guy called Obesant, Obesant uh, from New Zealand. He's had some releases on Critical and, and some other labels. He's a pretty new producer, but he's really, really talented. And uh, I've got to know him through my blog and uh, made friend, really good friends with him as well. Um, so we've done some tracks together and we got a release coming out on a program label uh, towards the end of the, this year probably. I'm doing a lot of stuff with Loxie also at the moment. Cool. So I'm doing, uh, we've been revisiting all our 
you know, uh, unfinished things and just listening through to the project files and seeing what we can, what we want to salvage and what we can salvage. Yeah. Because there's some of it's lost <laughs> forever, but uh, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of, lot of music. And we are also, you know, just taking the best things that were unfinished and, and finishing those now and also making some new stuff again. So um, it's, it's looking good. We don't have any release news yet, but um, I'm sure there will be. Yeah, we can, we can talk about after this interview. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds great. Sounds yeah. great. Sounds and really also, cool. also, I'm starting to release the, um, the ritual. Part of the idea behind Ritual Project is also to, to have established platform for myself to release my own music yeah. so I'm gonna be doing that as well so so there's gonna be some ritual releases and it's gonna be like it's gonna be anywhere from like ambient stuff to through techno to to more up tempo drum and bass type I wouldn't call drum and bass but uh, yeah. you know 160 170 yeah, yeah. BPM yeah. Uh, so it's gonna be that kind of stuff and all, all kinds of things that just have the right vibe yeah So I'm gonna be releasing that through Bandcamp as well, yeah. possibly through other outlets as well. Yeah, and we can always talk about the sequel to the EP mm-hmm. as well. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Sounds cool. Mm. Any other last words? I mean, I think there's plenty of information and, and mm. uh, plenty of discussion here. So, do you have anything else to give a shout um, out to? No, I would like to give a shout out to actually to we already discussed my gig last weekend at at Swag Festival here in Tampere. Yeah. Um, I would like to give a shout out to all those guys who 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 are um, making that happen because uh, it's an amazing bunch of people. They've been doing a really really important cultural work for here for 15 years now and putting out this e- putting up these events and uh, not getting not making a dime out of it. Just doing it for love for the culture. So I want to make give a shout out to them for them for um, for uh, for the good good work they're doing for the scene and. And um, hope to uh, have them good another 15 years or even more. This is Resound with Obisant, the final track for today. Remember to follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Search for Straight Up Breakbeat or Sub 1996, SUBB1996. And watch out for the Loxian Resound New Age 12 inch in shops end of September. And Resound's Ritual, Resound Presents Ritual EP is out now on vinyl and digital as well. the support and thanks for tuning in this is ODJ this is saying peace until next time see you soon bye